Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Mum and Mama podcast, brought to you as always by the wonderful Golding Accountancy, wearegolding.com. How are you? I want to start this podcast this week by saying thank you. It's weird lately, I've had quite a few people getting in touch with me to tell me how much they enjoy the podcast, and because obviously people listen but then you won't necessarily tell me that you listen because why would you? That's complete. I don't tell people when I listen to their podcasts unless I know them and, it, you know, I need to. But um, I don't really have an idea of how many people listen or who listens. So I just kind of do it because I like doing it. But um, I've just had some really lovely feedback recently and I just wanted to say thank you because it does mean a lot because as much as I love doing the podcast, it is also nice to know that people are enjoying it as well. And it's not just me having a nice chat. Um, so thank you. Thank you for your continued support. Um, I hope you're good. I hope you're surviving and things aren't too bad. It's all a bit weird, isn't it, at the moment? Um, but yes, I'm good. I This week, <laughs> I've got some really good chats coming up, actually, so I'm excited about that. But this week, it's the second part of my chat with the lovely funk case if you haven't listened to the first part yet then i would recommend it because it's a continuation of the conversation um but yeah he's um he's a lovely bloke and this part gets a bit more into kind of some techie stuff which blew my mind um and also his gaming stuff and yeah it's good it's, it's a nice chat I hope you enjoy it, um, and I don't think I've got anything else exciting to tell you, so I'll just let you get on listening to this, and I'll see you in a bit. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Work. How often do you spend on tour then, on mm, average? Before Corona, it was I was out every week or two. It's probably bi-weekly the most because America is my market, and I would yeah. do European stuff in between. As you would know, as a maximum maximum boost employee, <laughs> as you would know, I used to play Europe stuff. So it would be uh, you know the occasional Europe stuff, and everything would be America. And that was bi-weekly yeah. usually and sometimes weekly. So um, now I'm back on the grind. Not quite as much as that. I'm at least yeah. once a month now. Okay. Uh, I have a whole big stint of shows coming up. So, yeah. We're, we're Where do you play in America? Li- literally everywhere. Literally everywhere. Everywhere. Literally. There's probably about f- five or six states I haven't played in. So and there's like 52 wow. states or something. So, yeah. yeah. Played in the most crazy places. So, yeah. Where's I've, the most crazy? Depends what you mean by crazy. Crowd, size, club, getting size. shot. <laughs> size? You've been shot? No, no, I've never been shot. No, okay. of course not. Um, no, the, the craziest craziest size was EDC Vegas. That's 250,000 people, I think. Well, 350,000 people that pay that. And the stage I was on went up to like 50K or something. It's not Glastonbury by any means, but yeah, it's a lot of, it's a sea of, it's just bobbling heads. I played Glastonbury. I have played Glastonbury. Me and Crafty played Glastonbury when we did a circus Aww. takeover in the, uh, in the corner. I don't know what, the, the, what it's called, but there's a little corner. Where there's like I think it's Aztec or something. There's an Aztec corner. We played yeah. there, and it was like a very small tent, but it was it was wicked. Cookie hated it because it was muddy, but yeah, it was like and like we couldn't find it. Glastonbury. I have a pick. I have a bone to pick with Glastonbury. I need to moan. Mum and Mama podcast sponsored by moaning. I need to moan right because we we were booked right. We were booked for this event. And we had artist parking, which is away from uh, everything basically. Yeah. They didn't give us any transportation. They didn't pick us up. They didn't even tell us where to go. So we park. We just had to just walk into Glastonbury in a direction. So in the time it took for me and Cookie, literally, right, from him opening the doors and us getting out, it took us an hour and a half to get to our stage at Glastonbury because they didn't tell us where it was. We went to every security guard along the way. Do you know where this place is? They went, no, no idea. Are there any maps? No. So we, didn't, we couldn't find it. Eventually, we found someone who knew where, they, where it was, and they took us to the place. It took an hour and a half to walk through Glastonbury to get to, yeah. our, to, get to our stage. You guys need to fix up your, your fucking... I know it's you book a lot of people, massive. but just give us some direction or something. And then we couldn't find the car for two hours afterwards because we didn't know where the car park was. So, like, you know, it was a miserable situation. It's like, seriously. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done Glastonbury once, and it was when I just got pregnant with my eldest. Oh, yeah. I was there because I had a DJ 
there, Roscoe. I know Roscoe. I did a track with Roscoe on his album. Yeah. You? Yeah, did a track. We did a track called Spanner in the Works because I did loads of uh, dubstep noises in one of his 4-4 tracks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been on Roscoe. I'll do Roscoe. Yeah, yeah, Roscoe, of course. Well, he was playing in the pineapple. Yeah. Which yeah, was yeah. the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then my ex actually ended up playing a gig there as well. So, and it took, I think it took an hour for us to walk. Because I think where we were actually staying was right next to the dance bit where Roscoe was playing. Yeah. But he was playing right over the other side. And it took an hour to walk from where we were staying to where my ex was playing. Yeah. And I just could not get over the size of this place. Well, it's the si- it was the size of Bolton or something, isn't it, I heard? Is it? Yeah, I think Glastonbury is literally the size of Bolton. Massive. Yeah, it's, it's, re- it's, it's literally amazing. a town. It's a town. It's literally yeah, a town in a festival. Yeah, yeah. But that's what people think. They think they think they Glastonbury. They think it's a festival spot. It's literally a town-sized yeah. festival. It's not a town with a festival in it. It's literally a town-sized festival. Like, obviously, it's amazing, and they have loads of amazing people playing. But I'm like, realistically, like you have to pick who you really want to see, and then just go there and stay there. Yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> I mean, you're I, not I mean, getting about. Got the main stage, which is kind of in the in the epicenter of everything. So like, where Coldplay and Beyonce were playing when we played that year as well. We were, that was kind oh, of wow. like you can go and watch Did you see that Beyonce? stage. No, we saw Coldplay. So we saw Coldplay do... Okay. There's like, from the artist section, you walk in and you go to a certain bit where everyone is and then you go down this big hill down around the back of the event. But that faces yeah. uh, on top of a big hill walking down. That faces the main stage. So I watched them do Fix You. Um, and they had these bracelets they held up in the air and they all lit up. So they say, raise your hands. And then everyone wore their bracelets and it was like all these oh, gold, wow. golden bracelets like lighting up and stuff. It was pretty sick, but... Yeah, that's the epicenter. So that that's like the main bit. So they make it easy for everyone to go and see Beyonce. But when it goes to go see Funk Case and Crafty, and Cookie yeah. Monster, and Doctor P, Flux of Ian, go to the corner. It's an hour and a half of what you know trekking through mud, and no one, no one, no yeah. no one know where it is. So, well, it was the year I went, Stevie Wonder was oh, yeah. playing, and that yeah. was just like oh my god. But I had to leave because it was Magnetic Man's first ever show when they had the big box. Yeah, with all I the lights. Yeah, I remember. I remember. So I was like, so I had to leave because I was. I don't know. No, I wasn't their agent then, but I was friends with them. So I was like, well, I can't not go to the show. But Dubstep's like, first, Dubstep's first commercial uh, artist. I get you, man. Yeah. First proper commercial. We'd had we'd had tracks in the commercial market, but that was that Dubstep's first commercial. It was group. Banger and was it Banger and Screams? Banger and Scream and artwork. Banger Scream and artwork were were my yeah. man. But with the Banger and Scream check, um, oh, was it just Banger track? Yeah, that's Coke, that's Banger and Koki Night. That's 2007 oh, that or something, or 2008 or 2006. Was that, was that the first one that? Because I remember seeing that on the telly, and I was like, oh my god, they're on the telly. Was that the first? There track was loads of dubstep. The there was loads and loads of dubstep that was in the in the mainstream market. But the first mainstream act, yes, yeah, yeah was they, Magnetic well, they, Man. Yeah, they charted, didn't they? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you know, Flux Pavilion had a bunch of music videos and that sort of stuff, and he was probably one of the biggest risers. And there was Nero as well, who did Promises and all that sort of stuff. Um, and there was loads yeah. of stuff, but the first commercial artist that was pretty much made to be commercial yeah. Yeah. was Magnetic Man. And then it was Mode Step probably after that, and then just a bunch of names. So, yeah. Yeah, the first, yeah so Bang and, Scream, but Bang and Scream had their own their own show on Radio 1, so they were kind of pretty yeah. much the forefront of dubstep at that point. So they were doing Magnetic yeah. Man and doing Radio 1, playing anyone's music. It wasn't. It didn't matter who it was. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Oh, and sure. they're doing Benga's back, isn't he? Because he went off for a while, didn't he? Yeah, no idea. He had, a, he, had a mental health, he had a mental health yeah, issue. Yeah, he did. He did a whole thing on it, U- UKF. Ollie's just, oh, Scream's just doing house. He's just he's just killing yes. the house scene right now. Yeah. He's just doing the occasional yeah. dub, dubstep old school set. So Yeah. Yeah. I remember when 
because I used to do forward. Yeah. And Benga came, and they'd just been to Shambhala. Is it Shambhala in Canada? Shambhala's Canada, yeah. And he was like, I had the best time, he said, but I've, I met this girl and I fell in love with her and I give her my necklace and this necklace was worth 10 grand. <laughs> well, Ollie and said he was that. like, Benga said that. Oh, Benga, oh my God, dude. And I was like, I've known you for so fucking long. <laughs> love me. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, I just really liked her and I'll just give him a necklace. And But he, he wasn't pissed off about it, but he was just a bit like, oh, you know. What about on silly me? I was just like, fucking hell. Yeah, 10 but grand. they were kids. Yeah. I mean, he was, Scream was 16 when he started coming forward. I mean, yeah. maybe they were 19 then, you know? Yeah. With that much money. I think Scream is roughly my age. So, yeah, I probably thought so. How old was he when he did the Scream no, album? No, he's not, is he? Is he my age or is he slightly older? No, he's not. Old. Well, he was, well, I was. In oh, 2009, God, no. when I started doing Funk Case, I was 23. I'm not like, I'm not, I wasn't young when I started. Like, we get, I was into my, nearly my mid-20s at that point. I'm 30, I'm nearly 36. Screen's been doing it for a long time, but he was Screen, young. Yeah, he has so been, he's well, got he to be. I think he was. He's got to have been sixteen in two thousand and two, I reckon, because that's when I met him, and he was sixteen when I met yeah, him. He. So he's probably about five years older than me, five six. So seven if he's years sixteen, old. well, that's twenty years. It's twenty years ago, isn't it? So he is thirty six. Oh my god, <laughs> that makes me feel so old. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Oh my god! No, I, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Are you aching right now? Are you aching? <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm all right, actually. There you go. You're fine, then. It's when stuff like aches on random occasions. That's when the age comes in. Age is a state of mind. And it's, I was talking to someone today, and we were talking about how different DJs are so much better now, because it's everything's on a USB stick, isn't it? Back in the day, you were carrying yeah. two record boxes. Record boxes. I was, I've, been, I've been pretty much to every, every stage of life in DJing hype. I used to do drum and bass sets with vinyl. That was miserable. And then I came to CDJ, which was great. Um, that was... A, a big culture shock though to go from vinyl to cdj it was like well, how is this what, what what who's doing this and then i found out once that casper used a usb in a set and i was like what yeah that's disgusting <laughs> you know it's just like it's just the, the movement was like you just couldn't accept the new stuff going on so yeah. uh yeah then but usbs are a godsend i just i don't know what i do without it to be honest like imagine imagine you a have, skipping, how many backups do you have i have seven usbs and I don't link. So if anyone knows they're DJing, you can link CDJs. So you can put one USB in and it will put the data on all of them. But if that one USB fails, they all go. So I have oh seven. So I've had, the, I've had the worst situation happen to me during uh, a New Year's event. So I, after that, I bought seven. So I don't link and I use like two at a time, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so if they die, I've got backups galore to just slam them in. So, And obviously, because yeah. technology is so fast right now, it doesn't matter. You can just do USB um, transferring in insanely fast time. So I can be 10 minutes before yeah. set, like export my USB and I've got 300 songs on it, you know, so. It's yeah. crazy. It's going to get well, even crazier, I, sure, it's in, in some way. Yeah. I got um, I got an iPod. When they first come out, I was seeing a guy and he worked at Apple and he got me an iPod and I spent days, because I've got a massive CD collection, putting all my CDs into iTunes to, you mm. know. And then I got that was on a PC and I got a new computer, but I kept my old PC computer because I was like, well, it's got my iTunes library on it. I've still fucking got the thing, right? This was oh, yeah. not long ago. You've got still some bangers on there, I'm sure. And, but my mate, I was talking to my friend and he's like, but the, the technology has changed so much. Like how you imported those CDs, it's shit. Like it's completely worthless. It's completely yeah. worthless now. Pretty crap, yeah. And I was like, I've kept, I mean, I haven't kept it for all this time because I wanted to get rid of it, but I don't really know how to get rid of it because it's got stuff 
on there maybe i don't know so i've just it's under the uh, the shelf, ipod do you know what i mean it's like the computer my actual old pc oh the whole pc the oh yeah i've still got the yeah. ipod as well but you can get rid of the pc and just keep the hard drive because you can put a hard drive I in don't... any other pc I've only got Macs. I don't have PCs. Oh, do you? I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know how to do. Well, you can that. do transfer. Transferring is easy. You can just you could literally just put that whole that whole laptop on a hard drive now. Hard drives are so cheap for how big they are. But yeah, you can just do that and then discard it or sell it. I don't know. Depends how powerful it is, I guess. I don't. Well, it's twenty years old. <laughs> oh, twenty years. What it's is it? Is it is it a laptop old. or is it PC or? No, it's a big, It's just a PC. It's like a, the base. You plug a screen into it. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what make it is. I don't even know where I got it now. It's just so long ago. Yeah, yeah. I just know that it's got days worth of my putting fucking... And how long the CD importing used to take as well. Yeah, like yeah it now, used to take just... friggin' ages. Yeah, everything's instant. I still... Yeah, oh, my that's... God. Good times, though. Good times. I remember I used to burn CDs. For... I remember people used to sell me burn CDs at school. Two quid, you can yeah. have a full album. Two quid. Like, where am I going to get two quid from? I'm 14. <laughs> sure, I'll find a way. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. It's evolved uh, ginormously. And what's also yeah. crazy is that uh, Recordbox has a feature where it can read your mobile phone that's in your pocket. So if you have the Wi-Fi turned on and you link it to the USB, uh, sorry, it did link it to the CDJ. If you turn the CDJ's um, wireless network on, you can literally, if you have this, the, the tracks on your phone, you could just walk up to a CDJ and it would just list what's in your phone. I think that might serious? be the future. It's. I don't think anyone either knows or uses it. There is a feature where you can use Recordbox from your phone and it wirelessly links to your... So I think there might be a thing eventually where you'll just have a box in your pocket. If Pioneer, Pioneer, listen to me. Hello, Pioneer. Hello, from man from Pioneer. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Rob, Steve. Right? Create a box. Make it wireless technology. Make it link or Bluetooth. Make it linked to CDJs. Have the DJ just have that in their pocket. Walk up to the thing. You'll make millions from these boxes. I'm not joking. If I didn't have oh to physically plug God. something in and it... And and by the way, wireless technology, Bluetooth 5.0, uh, Wi-Fi, I don't even know what, what level Wi-Fi we're at, but it's crazy. We get to the point now where it's not only is it um, reliable, it's fast as hell. So create a box we can put our music on, like an MP3 player or something, and have that just, I could just walk up to a desk, you know, set of decks, and it would just load my, my playlist in. It's kind of like when you walk up to a car, you know those, you know those, those cars where yeah, you can yeah, do, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Teslas, you can just walk up to a Tesla and it'll just open the door for you. Same thing, just yeah. a CDJ. You make millions. I want one percent if this happens. Well, <laughs> yeah, can't you invent that? I, uh, if I had the infrastructure, maybe, but I don't. You know, if I had the money, infrastructure. But no, that's just, that's pioneers' job. They can they can go and do that. Just 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 give me credit if it happens. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Yeah. But that's that's a thing. I mean, wireless technology. My mouse is wireless. I can use my mouse wireless. I can charge it wirelessly. You know, I don't even have to plug this in, and it yeah. just it yeah, just yeah, works. Yeah. Wireless technology is so yeah. crazy. We have wireless charging in rooms now have you seen this <laughs> like we have i don't know if you're i'm super into tech i'm a nerdy bastard i can't lie i'm a nerdy but that's that right there that black uh pole you see on the camera you won't obviously you won't hear this yeah you'll hear this and think what's he talking about i have a pole in the back of my room it's wrong camera this has a base station on top of it which fires lasers around my room oh wow and i've got a, a vr headset which tracks it wirelessly <laughs> you know and it's like this is Everything's wireless, and you can even now, like, like Apple are developing this, but you can charge stuff by bit. I could walk into a room which has a, a wireless charging transmitter, and it will charge my phone. Like, like you could be meters from it. You could, I could, it, just be, it could just be charging right now. Like, How? We have this technology How does that already work? exists. 
it's just firing some kind of pa- it doesn't you don't you don't notice it, you don't feel it it's like 3g 4g you know that sort of stuff it would just Sorry. charge your phone i'm i'm not very good on this stuff but <laughs> to charge my phone i have yeah. to plug it in yeah but you can do it wirelessly as well plug yeah but you can do it wirelessly as well you can i don't know if you know i don't know what phone but you have but you can do it I've where you can, just put it, you can put it on a base plate that's plugged in obviously this isn't plugged in but this is this is a wireless charger this but goes how this does gets that, plugged how does that charge the battery in. that charges the battery through not being connected it's through proximity so you've got two coils you've got a coil on here and a coil inside yeah. your phone when they line up yeah. it charges your phone so it just transmits power through so right. imagine that but being like this where the phone is away from it yeah, yeah, yeah. That already exists. That's been around for ages, but they're going to do it on but, a much larger scale where you don't have to. You can just walk into a room and it charges. But how does it tell it that it's a charge? It doesn't. It's, it, I mean, it's nothing to do with telling. It's like it's it's kind of like anything has to have a certain way of transmitting and a certain way of receiving. And obviously, if they tell each other that they exist and they link up, it's kind of like anything, you know? That's fucking amazing. Yeah, but that's, that's that, that. By the way, that tech's been around for a long time. It, it literally has. But it's going in on, on a global scale like now. Like the fact that you can just wow. put this down on a, on a table and it char- like charges it, you know, for wireless charging, like you just QI charging, you just put no it down and charges. No leads. Yeah, that's the that's the point. Eventually, in the future, that will be the thing. But they, obviously, people are going to freak out, like the five G thing. They're going to be like, "Oh my god, power's going through my brain. I'm going to have cancer." You know that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah, have yeah. to go through a hell of a lot of trials <laughs> for people to accept it. Yeah. But when it is finally proven and it's safe. You could your my phone will be charging right now. You could you could just your, your PC could just be sat on the floor with no lead coming out of it. But then, it'll be charging. If that is the case, then your phone would never run out of battery, would it? While you're inside somewhere that's got one of those and that's the charging point. things. And that's the point, yeah. It'd only be when you go out. You could step into a cafe have... and they'd have the tech there and your just phone would just be charging. So your phone would always be charged. You know? Wow. That is I mean it's like, like if you told someone in the fifties you could have Wi Fi. They would have oh, literally yeah. said you're absolutely off your head. It's like Wi-Fi, but for power. But if you told someone 20 years ago that they'd be DJing off a USB, if you told someone 10 years ago they'd be DJing off <laughs> 10 a years ago, USB, yeah, you'd be exactly. like, well, all right, mate. Yeah, you'd be like, no, nah, like, there's no way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's easy tech. That's that's wow. that's physical connection. That's metal to metal. That's Inside of a USB is obviously metal connection, touch and metal, and then it reads. This is wireless. The fact that I'm, I can, right now, my PC's plugged into an Ethernet cable, but I could zoom you wirelessly obviously on my phone because it's wi-fi yeah. that alone is insanely mind you know mind-blowing the fact that i can just collect data through, there's yeah. data in my room right now oh my god am i getting cancer what's going you know that's the, that's the same process people are going to go through when this wireless charging comes yeah. through so yeah and this has gone this this has taken this podcast to a whole new level <laughs> this, it just makes my brain hurt because i just don't i i just i don't understand how it works yeah 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 i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I, a pretty big geek so i, I don't i don't understand it on amazing. the I don't understand it on a rocket science level, but I understand it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the equations for it or how it works or what to use, but yeah, I understand it. That'd so. be an exciting job, wouldn't it? We're about to go to Mars, mate. We're about to go to Mars. Elon Musk is yeah. taking us to Mars to live there. If you had told me, if you had told people in the 1900s we're going to gonna fly there. to Mars, you know, like mind blowing stuff. There's such crazy yeah. stuff going on right now. So it's just it's just the evolution of technology. So and and and, wow. and it blew your mind that you can just receive music wirelessly. <laughs> From a box to the yeah, CDJs, that's yeah. the, that's the least mind blowing thing out of what's going on right now. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Oh, well, thank you for for opening my mind. There's so much you need to so much to learn, Padawan, young Padawan. <laughs> exactly. You have a lot to learn. Um, There's so much going on. I the, do have a lot. To uh, learn. You know, it just I don't know. It's just a lot. I I 
can't believe exists. I can't believe this mic yeah. records my voice through a weird magnet thing, which sends it down a lead into the internet, which then sends it down a massive copper lead or, 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 or a light beam in an optical cable all the way to you in London. I don't know where you are, but all London. the way to you in London. And it's instant. Like, this is, you know, it's yeah. just, this is, this is, this, this is like 1960s technology. And we're yeah. still like, whoa, like, just, I don't know, give it 20 years. What's going to happen, you know? So, yeah. And on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just get all like overwhelmed. But yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good things. It's like it's fucking amazing, isn't it? Yeah, we need it. We need it. We we need to make things easier for our lives so we can we can be more productive. But you yeah. know, there are dangers involved in that. So we don't know. Like microwave, like when phones first existed. You remember when phones first existed? The old Motorola's with the yes. with the, the, the arrow that come out of it. People yeah. used to literally campaign that it would give you brain cancer because you're putting yeah. microwaves to your head. No one talks about that now, by the way. <laughs> you yeah. know, like my friend went for a scan because he kept getting headaches, and he thought yeah. it was because he was on his phone all the time, and he thought that he'd done himself damage. I mean, yeah, but that's but that's different because you if you're if you're not looking at a screen and you're calling people, and you get a headache, yeah. then that's that's tied to the phone itself. But if you're looking at a screen all day, it's because your eyes are trying to look at tiny, 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 tiny yeah. pixels, and it's trying to yeah. focus at all times. Going and Jesus Christ, your eyes are going. Yeah. Your pupils are doing this constantly because you're trying to concentrate. It's like. <laughs> That's what gives you the headache. It's just when you look at screens all day, but yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, it's mental. So we've got a lot to look forward to. I can't, I can't lie. I'm, I'm always on the, on the lookout on YouTube for new tech and space news. I'm a big space guy. Yeah. So yeah, dude, pff, I mean, dude, yeah. there's a lot of crazy stuff about to happen. Seriously. Do you Elon know Marcus Bronzy? No, no idea who that is. Oh, he's, he's a tech guy. Yeah. He's good. He does a podcast about tech stuff. Marcus Bronzy. Yeah, he's. I've had him on this podcast um, mm. with Funk Butcher. Do you know Funk Butcher? Yeah, I know. I know of Funk Butcher. I've never met him. Yeah, yeah. He, um, they do a podcast together called How to Kill an Hour, but he talks a lot about tech stuff. Funk Butcher's the uh, the old Call of Fame guy, right? Call it. Was he on Call of Fame? He was on Rinse. I don't know if he was on Call FM. He was on Rinse FM. Shout to the heads who know about Call FM, by the way. Old school, legendary stuff. Yeah, yeah. As many hours working in the office listening to Call FM live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he's um, yeah, he's working for PRS now. Oh lord! Amongst other things, amongst saving the world on Twitter. If you're listening, send me a bit more, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hates PRS. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. But, yeah. I mean, it is great, <laughs> but it's not. You know. It's not. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, thank you so much. For yeah, no worries. To me. Yeah, it's been emotional. We should get. We should get. Really uh, we should get a big boy crafty on. Big, big soft pasta want, crafty. Yeah, I want him to because I was really enjoying doing that podcast with him mm. but he still hasn't done anything but he's just busy That's he's not busy he's enough just... where's my shows paul you fucking <laughs> asshole i've got two weeks off what's going on <laughs> we need to um it's just you have to make time that's the thing yeah, yeah, and it's just where it's not this is obviously not a paid thing and especially as a parent to, what do you yeah. mean what do you mean you told yeah. me 10 grand before this what's going on <laughs> i mean as a parent as well I, I won't i won't understand i'm a cat parent but you know as a parent parent there's there's time taken yeah. So you'll hard. know that better than, than me or most people, to be honest. But, How many do you but have? You're doing. I've got two. You've got two kids. Okay. Eight and eleven. Yeah. Eight and yeah, eleven. That's we were talking about rocket ball. <laughs> is, that, is that what that is? Is that what it's called? Weren't you like in the top ten fucking players? In and the you world went straight into old woman mode when you said that it's called Rocket League, <laughs> rocket, rocket ball. <laughs> What's that? What's that O-Pod you use for the music? What's that O-Pod you use? You know, that's what you just sounded like. The Rocket League, yes. No, I'm not top ten. I was, I was top zero point 
zero five percent in that game. I was like top, I, don't know, I think five thousand players in, at one point, and, and there's like fifty five million thousand thousand fifty five million people amazing. that play that game, and I was top five thousand at one point in my peak. But I don't play it as much now. But yeah, that is amazing. It's ridiculous because <laughs> I'm thirty five <laughs> and I have a job, but it's also kind of cool because I enjoy it. So yeah, but that is wicked. But yeah, that's because yeah. she played that, and I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah my friend plays that. She's like, what? but um, yeah, eight and eleven. They, 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 they can basically go work in KFC now. You can go get rent off them. No, they fucking can't. They can't <laughs> you can't get a job now until you're 18. Is it is not even 16? I don't think so. I think you've got to be 18. The moment I turned 16, my mum physically forced me rent, right? And even if I had a job or not, she said I had to pay in some way. So what she would do is she would, she would make... For any of you out there who get who get spoon fed by mummy and daddy, you're a fucking arsehole. I, when, my, when I turned 16, my mum went, you're paying rent. And I had a freak out. I went, ah! Because obviously I'd... From from a fetus to to, to yeah. thin, it was all free. She went, "You're paying rent right now because obviously she wanted to instill independence in me." Yeah. So instead, of, she said, "You either get a job or you do things which which I give you money for." So I had to I had to clean a room. Every room I cleaned was one pound, and she charged me a tenner a month in rent. So I had to clean ten rooms uh, every month to to pay to pay the rent. If I didn't pay the rent, she would go mental. So it kind of instilled wow. that idea in me. Obviously, as a sixteen year old, to be like, "Right, you're paying rent," I'd be like, "Wow." Yeah. There's no way, no way. Yeah, that caused a bit of conflict, but yeah. I mean, they're, they're not wow. far off now. You can get some rent out of them. It's fine. Good oh, dishes. I've started giving, yeah, Lola started doing housework and I've given up so I can give her pocket money. Because I just that's want good. her to start helping me around the house so I don't have to do everything. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. So, and I don't mind, that's fine. But yeah, I, I mean, if you give them easy 13. jobs, if you give them easy jobs and they get a, they get a couple of quid, I, don't, I mean, dude, if I'd had, if you give me five quid at 15, I don't know. I, don't, if I felt like I was a millionaire at that point. Yeah. So you give someone like a tenner for doing yeah. washing up for a week, like mind blowing stuff. So I and it's, I think it's just good for them to know that that's how. Well, that's what you do. You have to do stuff that you don't want to do. Yeah, of course. That's how yeah. you get money, yeah, and yeah. also that you have to start cleaning because then it's not such a shock. When yeah, you like, life is pretty ridiculous. Speaking of that, my friend, and we're still carrying on with his podcast. It's still going on, but let's just let's just talk about some stuff. My friend Mike. Was coddled by his mum. She she cooked for him. She didn't make him clean, do nothing. He he went to a university in Derby. He moved to Derby like away from all his mates, everything like that. Went to give him there. His first day, he tried cooking. He burned baked beans. He burned <laughs> baked beans. This is a man whose only level of cooking was was uh, of experience was to put microwave uh, fries in the microwave and overcook them. So this man burned beans on day one. Day two, wow. he nearly set fire to the kitchen trying to cook eggs. Like this is, and I'm like, how are you alive? You know, like just how would you exist like in this sort of way? You're you're looking quite shocked right now as well, but it's just like it's people live like that. Mental. Yeah, but then Mental. I get like because I always I've turned vegetarian when I was like 14, so yeah. my mum was a bit like, you can cook your own dinner then. You know, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel it. But it's like, and my kids cook. Yeah. They can't wait to cook. It's a good thing. Just to have that. It, I mean, it's brilliant, but I suppose if you don't have any interest, but surely showing your kids how to just do the basics is quite important. I would yeah, think. obviously, yeah. I would have thought, but it depends on the kid, doesn't it? I was I, my my granddad tried tried to force feed the idea of me being a, uh, into sailing when I was younger, even to the point where he bought me a sailing boat. I was so obsessed with being a footballer, I didn't care. <laughs> but now I'm thinking, <laughs> bloody, I could have had a sailing boat if I'd just wow. gone and learned how to sail. He even named it Jimmy Dick because my name's James and my middle name's Richard. So like, I would have had my own boat. <laughs> You know, and I think wow. now, like, okay, if I just if I had just stopped being such an idiot, 
idiot 11 year old i could have had a boat and learned how to sail and i could have been taking my mates around in a boat my granddad bought me you know like but i went football <laughs> and i just and ended up being a music producer so that went well so yeah you can buy a boat i, well, I mean i could but i could then you not buy a house it, but yeah <laughs> so have you bought a house now yes yeah, so on that on that note we didn't <gasps> we didn't touch on that but i bought a house so i i did have to get some help because yeah. my money was coming in but i didn't have enough and we bought a house i bought my first house and oh, congratulations well i'm not in it yet this is oh. not my house <laughs> we we've been it's, it's mental we've been we've been waiting for solicitors to come back with with query responses and stuff like that it's been taken it's taken we put the offer in for the house in december okay and it was accepted in december and it's now april, april. 7th it's it taking ages. an age and i and when yeah. i first bought this house i was like there's no way this takes months there's no how you just got queries you got banks to say yes surely how how has it taken that long and it has taken this long because it's just just the most dumbest reasons yeah we were told the house is no chain turns out the house is chain and the bank took ages <gasps> to do stuff and then the, 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 like it turns out the solicitor can't get hold of the first solicitor to get queries and the, they're not responding oh, and just it's the worst annoying piece of crap just get me into the house i got the money like <laughs> I'm dwindling money right now in rent because I'm yeah. waiting to get out of this house. So it's just. Is it near to where you are? Yeah, it's in the same town. Yeah. Yeah. About ten minutes from here, somewhere. But much nicer. It's just. Yeah, I just want to get in, and it's also my first yeah. house as well. So I'm get, I'm about to be on the ladder. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. Exciting. Good stuff. Good stuff. When I did you buy your first house? It. When's your I've first no, house? I haven't. I haven't. Are you still renting? I still haven't. Yeah. Oh yeah, rental. Yep. Yeah, this but is. The... Well, it's London, isn't it? Everything's expensive yeah. everywhere, but London's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And I'm yeah, the only yeah. one working. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because the girls are too young to work yet, so you know. So it's just uh, not... Amy needs uh, a sugar daddy, like if you if you're listening. Needs a, <laughs> that's fine. Needs, a, needs a rich husband, and she's. <laughs> that's what we've been talking about. If you like tattooed <laughs> ladies and blonde exactly. ladies, she's here. She's here. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't. <clears throat> Lola was asking for something. Oh, I can't remember. I don't know what she. Oh, oh no, that's so. Um. We live in quite a nice area, so two of her friends are in Barbados at the moment because it's Easter holidays, and she's right. like, I want to go to Barbados, and I was like, darling, I want to go to Barbados, but I can't afford for us to go on holiday at the moment. She's like, right, we need to find you a sugar daddy, and I was like, do you know what, actually, I am starting to consider my options on that front, because I don't mind older people. We've and become it. Know, We've become that now, you know. Just, I'm young at heart, but my knees hurt. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the plan. I need a sugar daddy. Yeah, sugar. If anyone likes any tattooed blonde ladies, Laurie. Amy is here. Mama, mama podcast. Yeah. Please uh, submit to mama, mama at gmail. I don't know. That's not the email. But, you know. If you, if you like a lovely actually. lady, there you go. Have it here. Oh, is it? Is it actually? Is it? Or well, contact Paul but, yeah, Crafty at mind. Maximum Boost. <laughs> and and he could pick me out, couldn't yeah, he? Yeah, he could. He could. He, 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 he bloody would as well, wouldn't he? He, he would. He bloody would. <laughs> right, mate. You need a lovely woman. I've got a lovely woman over here for you. It's not what he sounds like, but you know. Just it's just a great impression of Paul that doesn't even exist, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. He's probably listening so right now. I love you, Paul. I want to. I want to kiss your bald head. I love you, Paul. Paul saved my life. He saved all our lives. Yeah. To be honest, Paul. Paul, I have a funny question about uh, question. A funny uh, situation about Paul. When I first signed to him, it was very, uh, very weird situation, and I was left in an awkward situation. But Sean, Doctor P, said, "Well, now you signed the circus. You have an agent." And Paul is your agent. And there wasn't like a whole physical process. He went, can you email Crafty? So I, email, I was like, okay. And I was like, hi, Paul. Apparently you're my agent now. Regards, James. <laughs> 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 and 
and they laughed at me. But I'm like, what was I supposed to do in that situation? You just gave me yeah. a man, you know, and then Paul, yeah. But, but Paul, Paul, actually, uh, I was playing at an event in Birmingham and the promoter was some, some alcoholic guy. And he, he uh, was paying me in cash and it was down like 50 quid or something. Like, I wasn't, I was being paid like 200 quid or something. It was so low. Yeah. And like he put like 150 or 155 in the in the envelope. He gave me the envelope and walked off. I checked it and I went, oh, and I pulled him and I said, this is not what we agreed. And he took a swing at me to try and hit me. Oh my God. Um, after I said, oh no, sorry, what happened was I pulled him back and he went, what? And I said, this isn't the right amount. And he patted me on the shoulder and winked at me and went, this is, this is what you're getting. And he turned around and then I grabbed his shoulder and then he took a swing at me. So, and then uh, I told Paul about this and he went, <laughs> he went mental. And I'm thinking if Paul was there, what a glorious moment that would have been just for that guy to see a big, towering, soft, cuddly teddy bear going, why is my way to my Not knowing that he's literally the softest man in history. Yeah. Seriously, that would have been a great moment. I wish he was there, oh but that was God, that was when he just signed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, I've had so many situations, but yeah, that's that's one of the most standout for me because that's when I just signed to Paul. And I called Paul to tell him about it. He was like, oh, raging. I've known him for about a month and he was already raging. So that goes to tell you about how caring and lovely the bold soft bastard is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, mental. I can't believe that. 2010 was a great year. That was a Custer factory in Birmingham for, I forget the name of it. That, that guy actually did hit me up like three years later, apologized to my, in my, my Facebook messenger. I was like, oh, really? I'm so sorry, dude. I was an alcoholic and I'm off it now, but I thought about that situation and I'm sorry. I didn't respond because I was still a bit chipped, a bit, a bit of a chip on the shoulder about that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, 50 quid, yeah. come on, you earned a lot of money. It was when dubstep was earning you easy money and you were paying nothing to these dubstep artists. So, you know, but it's nice that he did apologize. Yeah. Actually, you know what's yeah. weird as well? During Corona, I had I, uh, a kid I went to school with punched me in the mouth. Um, because he was dead too, basically, and it split my lip open. And he sent me a message. He split he split my lip open when I was fourteen, right? And he sent me a message over Corona. Twenty one years later, it was like I haven't stopped thinking about it, and I'm so sorry. I just want to apologise. I'm like, have you spent all this time? <laughs> but I think it was wow. I think it was the, the, the I think it was sitting indoors with Corona, left him yeah. with his thoughts, you know. And it yeah, probably just yeah, got overwhelming yeah. to the point like I have to message him. I need to tell him I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, dude, this is like, like this is like sixteen years ago. What are you talking about? But yeah, it's, yeah. So no, 20, 20, wait, so 20, 21 years ago he did that. And he hit me up over Corona. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's great. I had no problem with him, but it was just, it's just school, isn't it? It's egging on your mates. Go on, smack him. Yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. It's just all the crap. But yeah, it's just, it's just to think that someone, that's still ingrained. People don't realize how much school is ingrained in your mind. You know, you can literally have the worst experience at school and then still be thinking about it when you're 70. Just be like, oh, yeah. I hate that. I hate that Greg. He was yeah. such an <laughs> asshole to me. I hate him. <laughs> I hate, you know, and it's like, he's probably the yeah. nicest man in history right now. He'd probably give you, you know, all the love you need and, and apologize to you a million times over. But in your head, because it's just like, oh, he's a fucking arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize how much school affects you. So if you're, if you're a young man in school right now and you're a bully, sh stop. Stop being a fucking idiot. You'll hate, you'll hate yourself later in life. Thank you. <laughs> well, hopefully. Yeah. Not hopefully they'll hate themselves, but hopefully they'll see the error of their ways. Yes, is the point. Not <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you'll hate yourself. No, that's not what I'm not. Oh, all right. Well, what time are you you're gonna start twitching in a minute? I'll uh, twitch in an hour and a half. So I need to get some uh, food down me, and uh, I do need to pee as well because I'm full of full of much coffee today. Full of and, uh, yeah, full of coffee. Does full it of... fuck you up working? Well, I suppose you're used to working late, aren't you? Because you're a fucking DJ. So, so of course you're used to it. The reason I stream so late not only is for the American market, but if I go to bed at regular normal US UK times, I then fly to America, which is hours ahead. 
and I'm already yeah. passed out before I even go on stage. So I need to make sure I'm in a later sleeping pattern. So yeah. I don't just fucking cobble over on stage, just <laughs> fall asleep, you know? So I have to, it kind of works on every level for me, what I'm doing yeah. to be awake later. So I'm, I'm, I mean, it sounds ridiculous to you because you're a mother, but I'm sometimes I'm asleep at 9 a.m. Sometimes, you know, like wow. just because my sleep patterns are so late. And yeah. when I finish streaming, I still keep myself awake because I want to be awake as late as possible for, for when I go to America. So I'm not, I'm not you know, yeah. eating over on stage. So. Sometimes I go to bed when you've been awake for two hours, probably, or something. You know, How so. does that work with your girlfriend? Does she come on tour with you? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. But she she is self-employed. She's got her own wig company called Hazel Wigs. Um, and she started that during, during, during Corona. And she's been killing it, actually. She's been really... She paid for me over Corona. I'm not joking. <laughs> she helped. She oh, paid wicked. for me over Corona, which is great. So she's got an amazingly well-successful small business now. And But um, she used to have a regular sleeping pattern but she started doing a later sleeping pattern so that we didn't just she didn't just wake up hours before i woke up and then go to sleep and, yeah. be, and so we have more time together oh that's nice so, oh that's good that she can do that yeah it? so she can sleep later now and she does that sort of stuff so while i'm streaming yeah. she goes upstairs and just starts cutting wigs and stuff she does like custom wigs and that sort of stuff and then she comes to america oh, wow. with me as well so yeah it's good stuff good oh stuff. i have to get her on to talk about that oh my god yeah do it <laughs> yeah life of a, a dutch lady who moved to the uk to get away from holland who then didn't know what to do with herself, went to uni, ended up not doing what she, not carrying on with the uni she finished <laughs> after five years of uni work and then doing wigs out of the blue after Corona. There you go. That would be, that would be a whole story for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sort it out. Yeah. You, and you you're playing Rampage in July. I'm playing Open Air in July. Yeah. I played the, uh, the big boy Rampage in, in, well, last month, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like a couple of weeks ago or something. Yeah. But yeah, it came down. I'm coming and... in July, I think. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, I think Emma might be too. So maybe you can schedule. Uh, Brilliant. <laughs> you can schedule a podcast with Emma as well. There. Oh, we can hang out. I get you on stage. We'll do it back to back. Get your mask on. <laughs> what would you call? You? Okay, would you call you if you were DJing now? Would you call yourself what you used to be called? Or I didn't you? DJ. I sang. Okay, so would you if you started DJing? What would you call yourself? If I started DJing, oh my god. Baby Orman, if you want to do the funk case one. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Probably just DJ Amy. That'd be really yeah, fun, wouldn't it? But you could be like A dot M dot Y, like, and it would be like the abbreviation for like a mad youth or something like that. Like, you know, something cool. Yeah. It would be Amy. You know. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you start doing DJ and you kill it, I want ten percent. Telling you. <laughs> By the way, if you want I... a good agent, I know a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul's like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I would be a good DJ. Everyone thinks they'd be a good DJ, though. Yeah, well, of course. Because I just play what I want to listen to. Yeah, exactly. I, that's, yeah, exactly. I don't want to be playing what other people want to Are you still singing? Yeah. Around the house. I don't make music anymore. Why not? I would. It's just, just the time and the opportunity. I would. I would. Zed Bias hit me up a little while ago, actually, because I did a track with him once. And he was like, oh, I'm building a studio. Like, you should come up when it's done. And I was like, I'd love to. But then... But then... I didn't. Is that so? Is that <laughs> I is that? Message him actually. Is that a case of? Is that a case of life, there. or is that a case of I didn't get round to it, or is that a case of yeah, all well, that happens when That's it happens? Just, well, that I think that was before Corona actually, because I'm thinking it was only a little while ago, but it probably wasn't a little while. ago. Last two years didn't happen. I don't. Exactly. I don't. It literally didn't happen in my mind. I'm still 33. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. That's what it feels yeah, like. When, when, whenever, whenever I talk about 2019, I literally say like two years ago, and it wasn't two years ago. It was way longer than two years. It was like three years ago, nearly four now. Like, 
So when I say like it's about 2019, I'm like last year or the year before. That's, in my mind, it, like last two years didn't happen. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird when I think about it. That's weird because yeah. they didn't happen. It just didn't. It was just a thing. Yeah, just just forced upon us to sit indoors for ages. But when are you? So are you back out every other month? Uh, I'm back out for which you'll deal with the uh, which you'll deal with the receipts for. Obviously, uh, I'm playing Paris. <laughs> Uh, next week, next you Friday. You are playing Paris next Friday, yes. And then I go to America on the 5th of May, and I'm back on the 15th, and then I go back out again. Sorry, no, until the 22nd. Uh, that's when I play EDC Vegas and a bunch of shows. And then I come back two weeks later, I'm back out for America, and then that is a one-month stint. And then I'm back for wow. Hungary, which you'll deal with. Uh, Rampage Open Air, which you'll deal with. And then uh, Eindhoven, which you'll deal with. Uh and then some other place which you'll deal with <laughs> and then another place which you'll deal with so you've got a few things to do yeah we're gonna be working yeah. together a little bit yeah there you go i've got some work to do you'll we'll be seeing well, my million pound statements yeah <laughs> anyone want yeah, a house, I I'll know, just house. Fuck it. i'm just i'm so overpaid mate overpaid dj <laughs> or you could find me a rich dj <clears throat> i can help you with that yeah are you looking Brilliant. for a young man or are you looking for an old man? Are you looking for I don't care. I'm not a youthful fussy. 40? Are you looking for a man who's 12 but has the mind of an 80-year-old? You know, it's like, what kind of person do you want? You know, I don't want any... I, I really fancy Kano at the moment, actually. I, 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 I don't have a contact with Kano. I could speak, you could speak to... I could get you towards Jammer. <laughs> Discarder. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know I've them lot. I've Jammer but... for however fucking long. Right. And his sister... Yeah. is the mother of a boy in my Lola's class who oh. I've known for ages. I didn't know she was his sister until she's just become a QC. And I think she's the seventh or the ninth black woman in history in the UK to become a QC. And Jesus. he posted a picture of her and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's that woman from the school room. I know her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I messaged her and I was like, is this you? Yeah, so that, I need to get her on the podcast, actually. But yeah, Jesus so God. I do. I know people that know him, but I need to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, basically, I'm not fussy. I just need. To I can't help you, Kano. I'm afraid. Yes, I could. Um, I mean, my mum wants me to try and hook her up with Keanu Reeves, but I'm kind of trying to tell her when I'm in Hollywood, it doesn't mean I'm part of Hollywood. You know, like it's different. So yeah. He's a bit old now. Yeah, my mum's like fifty-five. 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 She was nineteen when she had me. I'm about to, yes, fifty-five. Yeah, she's still so young. My sister's 55. Wow. Oh, you're the youngin. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was a surprise. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, he's. He, I mean, she's older than he is, so it depends. Or is it, wait, how old is Keanu Reeves? No, he's got I need to look this up. Okay, let me, I'll, I will look this up <laughs> on my, I'm on my computer. Um, give me an age and we'll see how close you get. I reckon Keanu Reeves is. Is he that old? He's got to be getting on for 60. Bill and Ted. Is I, he that old? I, no way. I'm going to say <laughs> I was six. I reckon he's got to be, yeah, getting on for 60. He was born in Lebanon, first of all, in Beirut. That's Ooh, a fun I didn't fact. I know that. Here. Born September the 2nd, 1964. So he's only two years older than my mum. I thought he was younger. 6'1". Jesus. Yeah. He was... Oh, Keanu Charles Reeves, whose first name means cool breeze over the mountains in Hawaiian. There you go. That's a fun fact for you. Fun nice fact. Name. There you go. That's why I don't know any other Keanus. Makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. There Lovely. you go. Right. 
I'm gonna let you go and work on finding me a rich yeah DJ I'll do my boyfriend. best if I don't find you anyone um will Jeff who brings in eight people down the down the road in the local help or has he got you rich I'm going to help your quest for a house. Actually, <laughs> it hasn't got to be rich. He's just got. It's just got. To be, he's just got to have a job. I just need a second income. Oh bloody! I can't help you. Basically, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do know Corona does happen, right? <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a lot. Or someone that works for the electric company, maybe. Yeah, save you on a few bills, maybe. Yeah. yeah. yeah makes sense. Well, I'm not fussy. Or a chef. It's always good to have a chef boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, chef. Some but meals. then they work bad hours. Yeah, it depends though. If they're self-employed and they can cook for you and you get free time, yeah. you know, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Let's open your options up a little bit, you know. Ke uh, yeah, Kano think... is one option, or Jeff from yes. <laughs> the local. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm easy. All right. Yeah, well, there you go, boys. She's physically said there you it. Go. So there you <laughs> go. <laughs> yep. And on that bombshell, yeah. thank you so much for talking to me. A bit emotional. Let's get Paul in next time. We'll have a, a lovely little chin wag. Yes. Stay there, because yes. I need to ask you for things. Oh, God. Not drugs. Oh, I mean, I don't. I've never <laughs> taken a drug in my entire life, fun fact. Haven't you really? No, I've never tried a cigarette. I've never tried a single drug. Not nothing. Seriously? Seriously, yeah. Never. never, and, I, never and obviously, ever. growing up around my friends who all smoke weed and have done white things. Whatever. And, and, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever you're talking about. And, uh, yeah, never done a single drug. Why? Why? Did you just never eh. fancy it? Never cared about it. Just, it's nothing to do with being put off or nothing to do with being surrounded by it. I just don't care for it, to be honest. So, yeah. Fair enough. Well, it is, yeah. And I, and I don't really drink anymore either. I drink on special occasions. So. I don't drink anymore. Yeah, just don't really give a shit about it. Don't really care about being yeah. drunk. Drunk's fun when you're around special occasions, like weddings and birthdays. That's when I drink. Yeah. That's it. But I'm an all-in or nothing person. I'm not a one-beer football guy. I'm, I'm like, Here, give me eight shots. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And a bunch of Jager bombs <laughs> or whatever, you know, like, or a nice cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why I don't do it anymore. So. And I don't get yeah. drunk at shows because I'd rather, I'd rather be professional. Anyway, you can end yeah. your podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, this will go into a whole thing again. But yes. Thank you very much. It's been emotional. Yeah, it's been emotional. Oh, my TV just... Okay, bye. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the lovely fun case. So I'll, I'll post links to him if you want to check him out and look on his Twitch and stuff. I still don't really understand what Twitch is. Scrooby has Pip started doing Twitch. And I do need to go on and actually look and see what he's doing because I just don't understand it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so check, make sure you check Pip out as well if you do venture onto Twitch. Oh, I had a funny conversation with, because I feel that I need to reach more people with my podcast and let people know about it. So I was thinking, oh, everyone's on TikTok now, aren't they? So I was talking to my 11-year-old daughter about how I could be, have a presence on TikTok and... We had a conversation for quite a while, actually, and she was like, people watch videos with animals in doing things, or they have videos of them opening stuff, like products, or like doing makeup or cooking. So we were saying that basically I'd have to be doing something, because they're not just going to watch me talking. I have to be doing something that people are interested in watching, and then promote my podcast somehow as well. So we were thinking, I'm just, I'm not that person. Nikki, who I do the Epic Mum chat with, she's on TikTok and she's fucking hilarious. But I just don't, I don't know how she comes up with the ideas of things that she's going to do. I'm, that's not me. I just want to talk to people. So we were kind of talking about things. I was like, oh, I could film the cat, but then all he does is sleep and eat. 
so he's not that exciting. He is very cute though, but yeah, we were chatting and then she was like, Mum, your audience isn't on TikTok. You're not going to reach... The people that are watching TikTok videos aren't really probably going to want to listen to your podcast because it's people of my age. <laughs> and I was like, that's a really good point. Like, obviously older people do watch TikTok and I do feel that my podcast offers something not just for women in their 40s and mums. Like, I've got male friends in their 20s and 30s that have listened to it and they really enjoy it because there are different things I talk about. But essentially, I would imagine that the people that are using TikTok might not be my target audience. So, yeah. That, um... It, it, yeah, it just made me laugh. But I was just like, God, you're really insightful, actually, for 11. Because I don't know if I would have thought of that when I was your age. Anyway, that's enough of me babbling on. Mum and Mama podcast on all the socials. I've got loads of other wonderful chats with people, so please check out my other stuff. Subscribe, share, check out the Epic Mum chat on YouTube. We've been really bad and not posted any videos for ages, but that's because we're both single working parents. And social media is fucking hard work. Also, if anyone wants to work for me for free or can help me out with marketing, get in touch. You know I love you. Anyway, big love to you all. Stay safe, stay sane, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.